You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. Postseason play is here for Lady Flames softball and baseball. Has a big game on the road. We'll discuss the diamond. Plus, Kieran Vincent is in the studio. Hair sensation. Cheeto lover. The men's golfer is California bound for NCAA regionals. It's a crazy show. So let's get to it. Now from our studio at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia, here's your host, Emily Austin, with Matt Warner and Rhett McGibbon. All right, a lot of big recognitions for Liberty Softball this week that we're going to start with. Lady Flames heading into conference, or I'm sorry, the ASN Conference Tournament. But, Rhett, my question to you is five major awards, a league-high nine all-conference selections, you know, Dot Richardson winning Coach of the Year. The list goes on and on. Which one sticks out to you the most? I think Pitcher of the Year for Emily Kirby. First time in ASUN history, back-to-back years that it's been done, and Really, when you look at the start of the season she had, she was she was bad. Like, I think we can say that now. It was a real struggle for her. And then she just kind of caught her form when it came to conference play, got enough reps, got the mechanics back down in her delivery. And after that, it was lights out. Like, there were some teams in the ASN that could just not touch her. And it was great to see. Well, you think about, too, though, like, it's hard in her situation because those early season games are against the best competition. Right. Yeah. So you're trying to sort stuff out. Right. You're trying to kind of find your footing but you're not doing it against North Alabama. You're doing, you're doing it. 10. Yeah, right. You're doing it against legit, you know, like top 25 programs, yeah. SEC programs. Yeah. And then, so yeah, that makes it a little bit difficult. And, you know, like, as you were saying early on, you're like, what's wrong? Yeah, you're like, what's happening? Obviously, she settled in just fine. <laughs> we all know how great of a coach Dot Richardson is. But, you know, going back to August, how many players was it? I think 12, eight. That were uh, new were to new? this roster. I believe it was 12. 12 yeah. new players in this roster. I remember talking to her before one of the games, and I'm like, what's been the most difficult part of this season? And I, she said after 24 games, she just looked at all the stats and had to regroup. Like, do I put yeah. my my best defense out there? Do I put my best offense? Is my best offense really that different with the, with the defensive side? So it's just like what she was able to do with this team. I mean, almost going perfect in conference play. Dumb last game. We won't even talk about it. Don't even talk about it. Never happened. Forget about it. Um, You know, and what she was able to do with this team almost going perfect in conference play was just unreal. Yeah, a lot of great stories to this year. And, you know, I think it starts with Caroline Hudson, too. You look back last season, just it felt like the poor young lady could not get out of a slump all year long. And then against Virginia Tech, those two bombs, that really carried into this year. She's defensive player of the year. MVP this season. That, that's the craziest part. Player yeah. of the year and defensive player of the yeah. year, especially at the catcher position. Right. Like that's not. I mean, that's that's that just speaks to kind of how well rounded she is as oh, a player. Totally, she's got an arm back there, and really, the leader on this team, a quiet leader, but gets it done by example. And you have Rachel Roop, who had eight home runs as a freshman, and a lot of those in conference play had a couple grand slams on the season. She was terrific. And I think too, Paige Bachman. You're talking about good stories. This is one that was nailed to the bench to start things off. Finally got an opportunity at first. She'd never played first before. That's what I was saying on this year. It's like, hey, we need somebody over there. Dot was like, we need somebody over there. Let's try Paige. And it was a great story. Made some great defensive plays. Got her first home run and just kept the good vibes going. Well, I think in speaking about Dot, and you kind of mentioned it, Emily, like that is a sign of a great coach, right? Right. Sometimes coaches get so locked into this is the lineup or these are the pieces. Yeah. We They just need to make it work. 
And I think a great coach will say, or is not afraid to, even in the middle of a season, say, okay, this isn't working. What else can we do? Let's try something different. You saw Dot do it on the baseball side. You've seen Scott Jackson do it with the way he moved around people on the infield. It's kind of like, this is not to the standard that we think we need to play at. So we're not just going to keep hoping and keep hoping that sooner or later it just works out. Like, okay, let's just clear the deck. Let's figure it out. Can they play first? We want the bat in the lineup. Let's figure it out. Let's try it. Maybe it works. And you've seen that happen. Right. And it's not just like what game you're playing right now. Like, yes, you need to be in the moment and and, and win the game at hand. But at the same time, Dot is thinking postseason play. She's thinking of who is going to step up in these Tennessee games because I'm going to need to know that, you know, come the postseason. And here we are. Yeah, because you're right. And and it's weird as it sounds like Liberty and obviously anything can happen in the tournament, but it's kind of moved past the we're competing against the A-Sun. You're kind of not doing that anymore. I think in, in the mind of Dot Richardson, this program, you're competing against those teams you'll see in the regional. Yeah. You, I mean, you go what, do what they did, lose one game barely, the final game in conference play. You were dominant all conference season long. You're not worried about those teams as much anymore. You're worried about how can we elevate ourselves to that next level go to a super, like, like take those next steps. Right. Like that's what they're competing against. They're competing against kind of the, the standard that they've set the last couple of years. What do you expect this ASUN tournament starts on tomorrow? Yeah, Thursday. Tomorrow. This week is flying by um, in Jacksonville. What do you think? Yeah. So right now still to be decided, it's either going to be UNA or Jacksonville. They hammered both those teams in regular season play. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think they're going to make it to the championship game. Unless the wheels fall off horribly, I don't see that happening. Championship game. The one outlier in the A-Sun is Central Arkansas. Did not play them all season long. They've got a good record, good numbers throughout their lineup. They played in horrible, though. The West Division, just Western Kentucky and not Western Kentucky. Eastern, like Eastern Kentucky yeah. and, and all the other teams are just like, they're just bad. Same Bellerman way was bad. You know? Same way in baseball. Yeah. It's like, all right, how good actually are they? Like, they just had pad stat patters all season long. So that's the one outlier. We haven't seen them. We'll see how it goes. But I more than expect Liberty Softball to advance with relative ease uh, and get through. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, my gosh. A regional? I don't know. How fun was that last year? Like, listen, I, you know, obviously we follow this. I do, right? You're the voice of softball. So you follow it more closely than we do. But when they make an NCAA regional, like, it's a blast. It is. Like, it is yeah. so much fun. Like, it's can't miss TV watching those games. There's so much excitement. I know, you know, there were games in the afternoon where we were watching, oh, yeah. you know, in the office while we worked hard uh, and, <laughs> and those kind of things. Like, like, it is. I wasn't invited to those watch parties. It, it is so much fun when you get into that, into regional yeah. play. And yeah, we just hope they get there again because there's that whole like newness factor is gone. The whole like, we're happy to be here is gone. Right. It's, this is where we're supposed to be. Now let's win it. Like that's the expectation now. Not just getting there, winning it. And you've seen that like confidence against some of the top teams in the nation. Like number two, Virginia Tech was that 10 days ago now. Yeah. Like you get a grand slam off arguably one of the top pitchers in the nation and you lose that game, but still the bats are alive. If you can get a couple of your pitchers dialed in, you're going to be a team that could make it to the final four. Like that's yeah. a crazy thing to think about, but it, it is reality. Like you have enough talent one through nine to be able to get that done. 
Yeah, it's nerve wracking for me. You guys think it's all <laughs> fun. I'm just like nerve wracking for me. So that's probably well, why I didn't succeed in a lot of high high uh, pressure situations. <laughs> I'm with you. Warner found that out about me a couple years ago. It's like, Rhett, you watching? No, I can't. Yeah, Rhett wouldn't even watch. <laughs> I know. I struggle. I'd be like, Rhett, you see that play? No, I'm not. I'm not watching. I'm like, why are you just staring at an Excel spreadsheet that has nothing in it? I just uh, anything but watching the yeah, game. My nerves can't. Rectangles. Take it. I yeah. Like, no, I just... that's how I was at uh, the national championship game for field hockey. I literally just had my ha- my head in my hands and everyone's like isn't this your team are you covering them don't you need to do a post-game report i'm like i'll read about it on twitter oh, i don't want to yeah. watch um all right let's switch gears to the men's side of things uh baseball on the road at number five virginia yeah, tonight. Tech. tonight so i mean but but this is no we have one more non-conference game but there's two more conference series um, what can you tell us about the men's side? The well, yeah, I mean, they're playing well. They've been really consistent since they kind of went through that lull. They've reeled off five straight uh, conference series wins. Uh, they're in first place now in the East Division, a game up on Kennesaw State with the tiebreaker on the Owls, who we'll see here uh, in a couple of weekends. So, yeah, they're playing really well. Now, you start kind of getting into that that range where it's like, okay, uh, if you don't win your tournament, can you still get an at-large bid? Mm-hmm. And Liberty's kind of walking that line right now. So a game like tonight, Virginia Tech, a win would be huge. Yeah. That's his wish. And obviously yeah. number five in the nation, that would be one of those games that you go, boom, put your stamp on right. it. That's going to be a big helper in terms of if you don't win the tournament. Uh, and Liberty's played a really tough schedule all year long, so that certainly helped their cause. But bottom line, you need to finish strong here to finish out the regular season. And then we talked about the funky postseason pool play and all how yeah. all that shakes out. Uh, I just think bottom line, it's Liberty's in a good situation and that they found their ace, right? We talk about shuffling things around. Yeah. Like you got two guys starting on the weekend that weren't at the beginning of the year. That's crazy. And so you, you've, you found your ace in Garrett Horn on Friday night, who's been an absolute stud. Uh, Dylan Cumming has had a couple bumps in the road here the last couple of starts, but he's a veteran. I imagine he'll he'll be fine. And and then you have Joe Adamet pitching his best baseball of the season. Back-to-back, really, really good outings, from, dominant outings from him, which is what we've been waiting on really all year long. So he's coming into his own. We know about the talent in the bullpen. Like, it's all, it's all shaping up. I'll say this. Offensively, you just look at some of the numbers, and you're like, eh. But you're, while there may not be one or two guys that are having, like, all ace on cal or like ace on player of the year caliber years right. like mm-hmm. we saw last year with Aaron Anderson or Great Betts like some of their their numbers are down i think what you're seeing is a, throughout the lineup there's a consistency there and the quality of it bats you're getting so while you only have right now going into tonight one guy in the starting lineup hitting over 300 and that's Aaron Anderson i think he's like 302 you don't have those eye popping numbers in that regard you have consistent hitters 1 through 9 and they're going to give you a chance to win just because of the type of at-bats they have. So, hey, they're in a good spot. Obviously, with them, though, that tournament looms really large yeah. here in a couple of weeks. Man, it's it's going to be exciting. And I just said this after a nerve-wracking comment, but having Kennesaw State at home in that final series, I feel like you always want two of the top teams going head-to-head in the last series of the regular season. So that should be fun. Yeah. Is Trey Gibson on the mound tonight? Trey Gibson, I believe, will be on the mound tonight for the Flames. And he's another guy that's still kind of looking to uh, 
It's fine. been a, yeah, it's yeah. been a struggle of a year for him. Yeah. The, the velocity hasn't He's been just there, waiting but, yeah. to, to show himself and yeah. prove himself That's fine. tonight. tonight be I, good. I forgot to mention Devard, Devard, Devin Howard, uh, awesome feature that Rhett did on her on the Flame Central show this week. So be sure you check that out. Just she just seems like super gritty and like I want to be your best friend. It's kind of you know, it's it's always interesting when you meet an athlete, you kind of have this idea in your mind, like, oh, okay, this girl is gonna be really like almost borderline cocky. And when then when you get to meet her and talk to her, it's like, oh, that's not the case at all. The nicest girl I've ever met, you yeah. know. But then on the field, it's like she just switches it and it's like, yeah, I'm going to take you down right now. So, yeah, yeah, I was writing my scripts for the show and I'm like, she's the type of girl that you're so happy she's on your team. Yes. Because you would not want to play against right. her. She doesn't seem fun. Speaking of features, we also have a really cool feature um, by our Jonah Jabor that's on the show this week on some of the baseball alumni guys, which is just so cool. And they didn't have to go far to find those mentors for this baseball team. So be sure you check out that as well. Um, Matt, anything else you want to add on baseball before we hit the links? I don't think so. I think we're straight. It seems like we haven't had a baseball broadcast in forever because we didn't do any games during the graduation time. Wait, will so, you guys be back on the broadcast? Yeah, we'll be. Oh, okay, so we've good. got next Tuesday. High Point is here. And then uh, and then the, the final series against Kennesaw State. So we'll have those games. Now that school's out, do you get like midday games? Like, are they still at No, night? it's still at six. I wish it was. I, nice I wish it was like at two o'clock. I agree. Oh, yeah. yeah, I agree. I'd like to kind of get, get, get that. Yeah, get that out of the way yeah. in the afternoon. But no, it'll be a 6 p.m. I got some A-Sun questions. Can I ask them? Yeah, is that us guy still just hitting bombs for Kennesaw State or is he kind of cool? Oh no, off? he was Campbell. Oh, is that yeah, right? He was, he was Campbell. Campbell. Boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. And, that's yeah, the well, big yeah. south. Is that yeah. the big south? That's the big yeah. south. Yeah, is that the big south? We're learning as we go. For some reason I thought it. he was an owl. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why. Oh well. Um so track is at uh the A Sun Championship in Jacksonville as well. Why do all the like Florida schools get all the A Sun tournaments? Because we're they leaving conferences. Took them away from us. <laughs> yeah, right. I was gonna say they complain yeah. the most. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Florida. So anyway, um there it is. the uh track and field championships is going on right now in Jacksonville. Really interested to see if the four by one team will once again break that record. Um, I was I'm doing a story on one of the steeplechase or the steeplechase guy, uh, Felix Candy, who is from Kenya. Just awesome story that'll be coming out. But I was talking to his coach, which which is Isaac. He's a distance coach. And I'm like, oh, so what is he running in, in the um, in the ASUN championship mean? He goes, we'll see how far we're ahead. And if we need him to run the 5K, then we will to get more points. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Wow. But it's just like, what a great position and like a dominant yeah. track program that you have that you're like, oh, he might run this. We'll see who needs to run that, yeah. you know, because we'll be hopefully winning by so much. So, so somebody asked me recently, they're like, oh, uh, I, I, you probably get the same thing where people find out what you do and they say, you know, have funny questions or I, in fact, here's a different story. I ran to this guy, <laughs> I, like, that one I ran to this guy at the gym, right? You're standing there in the bathroom, brushing your teeth or whatever, you know, you're all standing there and this guy's like, Hey, you know, what, what are you doing? You know, what do you do here? And I, I mentioned, you know, I, I'm a sports broadcaster here, you know, for Liberty, whatever. And he's like, Oh, Oh, uh, we going to be good this season. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> not which, a coach. I was like, which? like, which, like, you mean like basketball, football, like which sport? He's like, uh, any of them? <laughs> I was like, yeah, not a sports guy. Yeah, huh? yeah. yeah okay. Yes, yeah. yes. The answer is yes. Uh, but yeah, I had a guy ask me just the other day, like, what, what sports? What, are, what sports are Liberty good at? Like, what's, what's the best? You know, the best program. And it's like, well, track, track. like yeah. track, like you. 
probably aren't even aware. Most people aren't, or, or at least kind of your casual fans don't yeah. really pay attention to it. But in terms of just sheer dominance in conference, right. the last 20, 25 years, whatever it is, like between Big it's South insane. and a like not like they have not lost a conference championship. It is crazy. You start stacking up the, and that's what we've always said. The, yeah. the amount of trophies that are out there that, Liberty has won. Like if you you could fill the entire room with them, that would I be. It. I want to get them all in one place at some point. Cool. Yeah, you can just probably fit them all into Williams Stadium, and then you there might you need to build another stadium. Best photo out there. We have to say that Ayana Johnson, oh the long jump gosh. record, but then Quentin Clay yeah. in the background. Like that is a meme worthy photo. We yeah. have to get something going on with that. But just I the look on that. his face. It cracks me up. If you haven't seen it, go on Twitter and find it. It is a great look. It is hilarious. It was just, I, I forgot. Yes. Would they say, yes, we, Quinn, we did win. That's right. Yeah. The, I don't even know what it, what it was, um, but super funny, funny photo. Okay. So hopefully track will um, do well. And then we have a, a couple runners who've already qualified for regionals. So just exciting times ahead for that as well. Let's hit the links. We have Kieran Vincent in the house to talk a little regionals when it comes to golf. Not only do we have Kieran Vincent in the house, but we have the hair. I mean, <laughs> the ladies love the hair, don't they? Um, I guess you can ask some of them. I don't know. I get mixed reviews from them. I get yeah. some liking them and yeah. some yeah. not liking them. So it's a mixed bag. All right, Rhett and I were talking about because yeah. you are a nominee for Male Athlete of the Year, Flame oh, yeah. this year. The photo that they took of you, we were trying to figure out Do you need if, a if this was like on you. the cover of an album, <laughs> what type of musician would you be? Have you seen it? Have you seen it, Emily? It has to be a rock. You think like oh. you're like a like guitar lead guitar oh, or something yeah. like that? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. Can I be honest? I was thinking like you know maybe a little Irish like folk music, Irish jig. Like, yeah, exactly. Jig. Yeah, yeah. River dance. Yeah. You, I could see you lead the river dance. Let's start with the important stuff. What is the hair care routine? There is no hair care routine. <clears throat> there probably should yeah. be a hair care routine. Is brushing involved, and that's it. So. There is the question. You've been here what, six years now, right? Yes. Did you start growing it year one? It, did, it what, didn't work that way. It was like year four that this really kicked or in. Or was right? it last night? I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's been, I think it's three years now since I've grown it out. So my oh. freshman year pictures, if people go back that far, oof, you're just a clean a cut kid. Yeah. They're different like, look me. at that. Look at that guy. Such a clean cut kid. Now, now look at you. Yeah. You just saw that mess of hair Bobby Bowling used to have. Exactly. You know, yeah. just like, I want something like that. <laughs> All right. Let's talk a little golf. Do it. Um, you guys are going to regionals out in Cali. Oh, yeah. Stockton. And um, you guys are number seven in the field. Talk about just, you know, postseason golf and, and why you guys are. This is your last time hitting the links, obviously, when you guys go to the champ NCAA championships. But you know, six years, like Matt was saying, does it seem like it's all coming to an end? Because you lied to us last year that it was coming to an end last year. Yeah, so is there true. another way for you to cheat the system to come back again? Or is this the real deal? I wouldn't say I lied to you. I, I kept you guys on your toes. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's sure. the better answer. Yeah. Um, but no, I it was kind of crazy. I was fully set on being done last year. I was fully, I guess you can say content with how things had gone in, in my college career. And I was kind of ready to make the move to the next stage. Um, but I guess the big man upstairs has crazier ideas. And he he laughed and joked down. He said, nope, you got one more. So 
Uh, I found myself back here, um, but the nice thing is I came back with open arms. And so the fact that we find ourselves in a good position, you know, heading into postseason, having the opportunity to not only play regionals, but to make nationals and play with a lot of the guys on the team and, you know, just grow with them. I think that was the biggest like part of this year. What I wanted to do was just grow with the guys. And I think, um, you know, they've molded and shaped me a lot throughout this year. And I hope I've done the same with them. And so um, at the end of the day, I think, um, you know, that we find ourselves in a good position. And um, yeah, I just, no regrets, I guess. Postseason in golf, it's, it, you know, different than you, when you think of postseason like in other sports, because you're thinking, okay, this team is facing that team. Mm-hmm. Like, what do they yeah. do? What do we, and, and like golf, it feels like you're, you're playing the course mm-hmm. and playing yourself oh, really yeah. at the same time. So like, I guess, break those two things down. The course, how is it maybe different or similar than what you've seen this year? And then yourselves, what is the ceiling? Like, do you feel like what ha- what can this team accomplish if you play to your potential? I mean, I think this team is, well, let's start with the course. The course is not one that we've seen. Uh, I don't think we've been out to California. At least I haven't been yet. In, in my six years, we've never been out to California. Um, so that whole kind of California golf, mm-hmm. West Coast golf is a little different to East Coast golf. Um, what I believe is going to be a lot of wind, um, course is going to have a decent amount of water, but nothing that we haven't seen. So, um, all in all, the course is going to be a course, um, when you get there is when most of the preparation, you know, once you kind of see it, cause you can only see it on paper for so right. long before you like, all right, like there's a fairway, there's a yeah, green, like yeah. just kind of do that kind of thing. <laughs> but, um, you know, once you kind of get out there, you know, the emotions flow and you start kind of can get the finer details all, all written down. And then as far as this team, I mean, last year was a good team. We had a very solid team. And I thought that was our, I wouldn't say our strongest team we've had, like, cause this year we've, I mean, we've done some stuff that, you know, would, would have given last year's team a good run for their money kind of thing. So this year's team has been very talented. Um, we just haven't been able to really push to the full potential. Um, I think Vanderbilt, when we played at Vanderbilt, we gave them a good run for their money. That was the best I think we've played as a core unit. Um, and so just kind of seeing glimpses of that and still knowing that there's still stuff out there that we can do just a little bit better kind of shows that I think a lot of teams are looking us at us for a, as a seventh seed and going like kind of scratching their heads like how are they a seventh seed or, mm. um, you know, I'm kind of a little afraid having them as a seventh seed. And I think that's a unique thing. You know, I think this this year or last year we were like a three, three or four seed. And so we kind of had a bit of expectation. This year we kind of are a little bit of underdogs and we can go in there with a bit of like, Hey, we've got that underdog mentality and ball out, I guess. Yeah. What do you, what do you prefer the chip on your shoulder or the expectation? I like the underdog. Yeah. I like the underdog. I think it's just a, it's a cool little story to be able to say, just be like, Hey, like I'm, you know, not that I wasn't meant to do this, but like a lot of people are like, Whoa, like where did he come from? Or where did they come from? And I think literally this year has kind of been one of those teams that's been a bit of an underdog the whole year. So Saturday is the practice round. You know, walk us through. You talk about the real preparation starts that day. What's that day like? Do you have like a notebook out there? You're writing down details. <laughs> like part of me thinks, you know, you're leading up to it. It's like, have you seen Cool Runnings, the movie? No, I prop. No, I can't remember. You're, you're going like the yeah. lead driver in that. He's like looking at all the turns, right? For the, the bobsled. Exactly. Oh, yes. Yes. yes, yeah. yes okay, yes, good. Yes, you're yes, on the same page now. Like part of me is like, are you looking at like, okay, there's greens here. Oh, there's a tree in that spot. Like Rhett what wants is- to know because he wants to be your caddy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. I'd be the greatest caddy. I'd keep you yeah. so loose. It'd be yeah. great. Um... 
I guess golf is a little different to most sports. Um, we have all the green yardage books and we have kind of a core plan of what you want to do heading into the practice round. The practice round is just basically what you're going to try and do the best of the next day. So it's basically like finding out areas where you shouldn't hit it or probably shouldn't hit it. And there's just finding areas where yeah. it's like a green light special that you can go at it or be aggressive kind of thing. And so um, we have like that whole notebook and all that with us. And, you know, you've, coaches and all that usually do a bit more research than what we do heading into it. And so they kind of tell us, well, we've seen this or we've done that or we've been here for 20 plus years. You've only been here for six. So listen to us, <laughs> listen to yeah. us not listen yeah. to each other a little bit. Um, but it's more about having fun. Uh, I think soaking in the moment is the biggest thing. Uh, and we try and do that as best as possible. So we try and get as focused as we can, but at the same time, like soak it all in. Like, as I said, I've ne never been to California. So this will be the first for me. They, there's the old saying, you know, paralysis by analysis. You can almost get so much information. Mm -hmm. It freezes you up. I remember, I think it was last year when you guys were preparing to go out there. We talked to one of your teammates. I can't remember which one. And it was like, well, the humidity level is typically this and the barometric <laughs> pressure. Like it was like all these things oh. that I'm like, that sounds like, like that sounds like yawn, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, I'm like, like yeah. I, it may have been. I'm like, wow. Like I just thought you just, yeah. you know, try to hit it to a, you know, like a, to a spot. Kind of like, are you? Do you want all that information personally, or are you more of a like just clear the mind? I played golf my entire life. See where I want to hit it, and let's go. Yeah, I think. I like to have a bit more knowledge going into the preparation phase, but once I'm on the golf course, I just want to see ball hit ball. Like yeah. that's plain and simple as best mm -hmm. as possible. So. I think it's so impressive that like you have a little notebook and you say where you don't want to hit it. Like you have control over where the ball goes because when I hit a golf ball, I'm just praying that I can find it. If I end around with more balls than when I started, because I'm like looking for them when I'm in the woods and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. then it's a win. Oh, definitely a win. That's like stealing. Right. It's like, it's like going to the casino and coming yeah. out with more chips yeah. than you meant. Right. You know? yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. hey, how did I do this kind of thing? <laughs> so... so Go Here, ahead, you're going into 18. You know, a lot of guys talk about pregame meal and all that stuff. Like, how do you prepare food wise? Or do you get to snack like while you're out there? Oh. Like, it's it's a long day. Do you have like your peanut M&Ms or anything on the side? That is why I play golf. I eat <laughs> okay. way too much on the golf course. I like I'm like one of those like snack. Like if you're like got a lot of like energy or anything like that, I'm just eating. And so like I'm out there and like we have like i mean jeremy and, and jt they really look after us and so we usually have stack, uh, snack bags and all that but also like when we're on the golf course a lot of places have like little snacks and all that for you while you're going around so you're never kind of out of snacks yeah. or out of especially water and all that but I, like i mean you're out there just like snack i wonder because i thought i saw pictures where you had like the cheeto dust all over your yeah. pants oh, well, <laughs> well, well, i was, well, like, well, I was well. like that's weird <laughs> like but that makes sense now what did you learn the most about yourself this year as a golfer? Oh, I think it was a bit of a humbling experience. Um, I had a lot of high expectations for this year. Um, trying to build off of what happened last year and kind of set my sights for the future. Um, I think I really understood that it's a team sport and team mentality, whether it be, you know, right now when we got these guys around us, um, or it is setting yourself up with, um, you know, coaches and trainers and all that for the future. I think I think I fully realized that um, there's more to that person that's standing out there, you know, holding the last putt and winning the tournament. There's there's a bigger team around him um, than there is just usually um, on a day to day basis. So I feel like the team aspect and really, um, you know, taking it one shot at a time, enjoying the moment kind of thing was the biggest thing, I think, from this year. What, what do you feel like, and hopefully you guys are playing for a while longer, and then for you, though, personally, what do you 
see the future being. I know you have a lot of interest beyond golf. And also keep in mind that we fully expect you to be lying to us when you tell us what's next. Just yeah. based off the history yeah. that we have. Hair we, deal yeah, in we, your future? We, we, we expect whatever you say to you, <laughs> you to do something completely different. Oh, my goodness. I... I mean, hair commercials wouldn't be that bad. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Cheetos. Can, it, can, it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can someone set this up? Yeah. Come on. Um, you know, there's there's a lot out there. Um, and I think, you know, one one tournament at a time, one shot at a time, I think that's the biggest thing that I kind of try to get myself to do. You know, I think, you know, we don't know if we're playing nationals. Obviously, right. that's the greatest goal and that'll be, you know, the ultimate goal. And do I have confidence that we have in the team to do that? Yes. Um, but at the end of the day, like, we don't know if we're going or not. So we just got to attack and, you know, take each tournament as they come, enjoy them. Like it's, as I said, like Stockton, California, like who says they can go to Stockton, yeah. California, yeah. not many people. And so we had enjoyed out there and, and have some fun and just, yeah. Yeah. But for you personally, I mean, like when, after this season's done, you've had six years to think about it now. Like, <laughs> like, what do you want? Cause I know you do a lot of stuff in terms of like, you've been working with some of the athletic teams here, correct? Like doing right. physical training and things like that. Like, so you have that background as well. What do you want to do? I think at the end of the day, uh, going pro would be a nice kind of, I mean, it would, it'd be hard not for me to do that. Right. And I think that's the next step. And over the summer, actually, I'm going to head up to Canada and play some some um, golf tournaments up there, pro golf tournaments on the PGA Tour Canada. So that'll be fun. Get to travel with uh, some of the old teammates, Alex Fuchs and the boys. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That'll be fun. But eventually, as you're talking about that, like uh, personal training and all that, you know, the ideal goal would be um, to open up my own gym and something like that and yeah. be able to train some of the next athletes, I think, We've been given a platform um, and mine's obviously been to be able to play golf, but I've been able to get a degree since I've been here, hopefully through my six years. Um, <laughs> at least one. At yeah. least one, yeah. yeah. Um, and basically be able to use that to the full potential. And I think, um, you know, being able to give back to, you know, not only the next generation of athletes, but people um, who find themselves in my position and not knowing what to do next or you know, just being able to help people to get 1% better. There's a lot of people that have been able to do that for me whilst I've been here. And I think, um, you know, it'd be kind of neat and cool to be able to do the same back. Mm. So, yeah. Kind of going along with that, you know, during your six years here, you've had ups and downs with injuries and whatnot. What do you feel like the Lord's taught you in the sense of when you do eventually get to that day where you want to help out people in athletic training, you're going to have a wealth of knowledge through experience to help kids that go through bumps in the road. Mm -hmm. I think understanding that, we can't do this by ourselves. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing. I think, you know, I tried to do it all by myself and I thought I was in control of everything and, you know, I I could do it. Um, but I think the big man upstairs, God was able to humble me more often than not um, in understanding that there are people that have studied longer than I have <laughs> at this kind of stuff and, um, you know, being able to put, in, put themselves in this position to help me out. And I think, you know, the biggest thing was just being able to crawl, to cry help and just be like, Hey, I need, I need some help. I need people to, uh, to be in that position, to be able to, you know, serve me on a day to day basis. And so many people were able to do that. I think that's the cool thing. And unique thing about Libby is that there were so many people that don't just treat me like I am a athlete, but I'm more than that. I'm, I'm a person as well. And so that was kind of cool. That's really awesome. So you're from Zimbabwe. Can you tell me the best course that you've played? It doesn't have to be in America. Coolest there, place you've played. Or has the best snacks. Oh, yeah. I'm joking. Cheetos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there was a really, really cool course. 
Oh, actually, Mayakoba, Mexico, will probably be my best one. Or Japan. Oh, wow. yeah. Okay. That's enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I feel like a poplar forest. <laughs> it's nice, though. It's nice. It greens up. It's nice. You know. London down. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Good and, luck. Uh, good yeah. luck out in Cali. I don't really have that much advice for don't, snacks you, out there. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you were giving oh. golf advice. I was like, <laughs> yeah. ignore, ignore it anyway. Yeah. No. I, what is your favorite club? Driver probably has Scooby on it. I can't. I can't Scooby. Scooby. Really? What's the story behind that? A Scooby head cover. I was given to me when I was uh, my 16th birthday, and so it just stuck. It needs to actually get fixed, but it's kind of stuck on there. <laughs> the driver and... or the Scooby? <laughs> <laughs> I think a bit of both. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I've had it ever since my 16th birthday, and it was kind of cool. It's just one of those unique things that people like always look in the bag, and they've got all their nice fancy head covers and all that, and they, they look over mine, and it's like, what's Scooby doing? <laughs> <laughs> I tell everybody, you know, he's on the chase. He's trying to look for my golf ball, you know. He's, yeah. He's linking it down. <laughs> That's so. good. I love it. Enjoy, Callie. I Thanks again. I appreciate you guys having me, so thank yeah. you. Awesome. Good luck. Matt, what are the chances that we can get Kieran to be like our caddy? Yeah. For the tournament. For the Liberty that Golf we have? Tournament. Yeah. What are the chances we can just get him to hit it off the tee? Yeah. No, why don't we just you should just give him your name and your cart and your club and then can just I still let get the him gift play. bag? Exactly. Okay. And the Chick-fil-A breakfast. I don't know. Kieran's got way too much hair for that. Yeah, right. We could <laughs> yeah, that's way true. Too much hair. That's true. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. I, we could use his we skill sh- set. We for should sure. we should yeah. give Matt a Kieran wig. There needs yeah. to be yeah, a Kieran go. wig. If they're not <laughs> still playing at some maybe we can just try to like, hey, sneak in. Yeah. Like you'll meet us at hole like three. <laughs> You play like yeah. three or four holes for us, go. and then you sneak back off. Or you know, we just like have him meet us in the woods because that's probably where our well, balls right. are going to end up. And <laughs> then they, he gets us out back yeah. on track. That's and, like and... Buddy from Happy Gilmore. Hey, yeah. shooter, <laughs> shooter, shooter. Yeah. <laughs> Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> the price is wrong, Red. Um, that is like one of the sports that you have to have such a strong mental game yeah. Yeah. that. I mean, yes, as a runner, I feel like you have to have a really strong mental game, but playing golf, you can practice every day, all day. And it's just like, why am I still hitting down the woods? I mean, I've never practiced all day, right. every day. But... I would imagine. Yeah, <laughs> it, it still happens. Yeah. Favorite sure. club? Seven iron. Same. Yeah. Red doesn't golf. Red said uh, chicken club. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Chicken bacon club. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's that's what I'm yeah. going for. All right. Well, we aren't. Are we? Are we doing the podcast throughout the summer? We need a letter. Uh, we may end up taking some time off. We will. Uh, we'll let you know here in the near future. At least through the end of baseball, right. when things wrap up, we will continue on in some form or fashion. We may take the month of July off. We'll see. Then ramp back up in August. We'll see because we have summer ball all of June. Is that June or July? Man, I need to get my dates together with football. Oh, no, like, like, yeah, they'll come That's back in like late August. July. Yeah, 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 yeah or something, okay. or late July. Well, that means we'll see you guys right back here next week.